0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And Grandma is Cancelled. Did you hear? Of course I did. It is not funny, but also just saying Grandma's Cancelled is funny. The, like the phrase, Grandma's Cancelled.
0: Grandma's canceled because grandma is uh, a pedophile, admitted pedophile, not just alleged. Alleged and admitted, and now she's canceled.
1: And guess what? We knew it. Remember we were like, there's something up with grandma. Like, we don't like grandma. What's going on with grandma? You know what? and now we know
0: grandma is awful. And uh, also a reminder to our callers, you can stop calling us about this. (laughs) We know by now. Yeah, also But we appreciate the calls.
1: Right. I mean, there's a reason why we haven't, you know, really- you know, answered a call about grandma. It's because we really don't want to talk about grandma anymore.
0: We hate talking about grandma, but now we never have to talk about grandma again. Well, yeah, because so, she's, been, she's been canceled. How was your weekend? How was your week?
1: Um, Good. Just, you know, just pretty normal. How was your weekend? I heard you had a event. I had
0: Something an event. Something
1: happened. What happened?
0: So I had to, uh, I went with my friend, Lauren to go cancel our independent individual uh, memberships at a gym called Blink. <laughs> you and guys went together to cancel your We, gym we memberships. each had to cancel our memberships cuz now I I can't it's too far from my That's new like the opposite of
1: to, having a friend go with you like like to motivate you to join a gym and go to the gym yeah. this is. We went together to cancel the gym.
0: Yeah, and so we go and like I cancel and of course like it's a gym it's just like That episode of Friends, which we coincidentally watched last night as well, complete accident. The one where Chandler has to cancel his gym membership and they make it really hard for him. Yeah. Anyway, I went in and I had been a member for longer. So like all those annoying annual fees and stuff, I've already accidentally paid because like gyms are scams. Yeah. So when I canceled my gym membership, my cancellation fee was $29. Number one, I wasn't happy about it, but I knew going into it, there was a cancellation fee. And it's like, let me just cancel it and get it over with. Also, wasn't that gym
1: like $10 a month or something?
0: Yes, really cheap. Okay. Um, so I was fine. Then <laughs> Lauren puts in her information and the screen. <laughs> it's this its this touch screen that you use to cancel, but you have to do it either in person at the touch screen or send Blink a certified letter. It's crazy.
1: Which is insane because if Which you ask insane. any millennial to send a certified letter, they'd be like,
0: oh, what? Their uh, head explodes. Yeah. Their head explodes. <laughs> And so Lauren types in her stuff and it pops up and it's like $152 no. to cancel her thing. No. And she starts being like, there's a mistake. And so we talked to this blank person and she's like, no, that's not a mistake. All these fees have been incurred and whatever. And she's only been a member for three months, but wants to cancel it because of these like issues I won't get into. Whatever. Um, so this she's is a really furious. long story for I what you're heading my, towards by. I the cancel way. my story. And, Your I mean, story. I cancel, <laughs> I cancel my... membership lauren's not sure if she wants to do it she might call blink and complain so she leaves we're walking in the street and she's like furious and she's mad and it's like let's get a cup of coffee and then like make ourselves feel better so we turn the corner and she's like still so mad and we almost plow into maggie gyllenhaal (laughs) and it was like and i looked at her like Imagine how I looked at my, like my eyes bulging out of my head, and I like kind of stopped and stared at her, and she just brushed past us, like walked between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lauren was like, "Wow, I feel better. Like I kind of feel better now because we saw Maggie Gyllenhaal. That sort of I makes mean, it worth it.
1: That's kind of nice.
0: That's kind of nice.
1: So you like rage, you rage, almost you almost rage slammed into Maggie, but instead almost she rage brightened. Sand. She brightened. Exactly.
0: Your day. That's the point of the story. Isn't that kind of nice?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I was fine. I
0: I wasn't rage plowing. I was in a good mood because my cancellation fee was uh, pretty affordable. Yeah. Um, Well, poor Lauren. I'm sorry, Lauren. Um, I was
1: gonna say you really like didn't have any empathy for Lauren. You just were very sorry. You were happy um, about your fee being less and that you saw Maggie Gyllenhaal.
0: Maggie looked great, also, of course. That's great. One
1: time I saw Jake at a coffee shop, but it was it was very good too.
0: Never seen Jake. I would. uh, I don't know what I would do if I saw Jake.
1: Jake, um, as. Maybe it's been, it's different now, but five years, five, not five, maybe three or four years ago, Jake used to hang out and go to that coffee shop in Tribeca C- uh, Col- Cologne, Cafe Cologne. Oh, Cafe Cologne. Every day. So you would see him there almost every day. Mm-hmm.
0: Fun tip. I wonder, what he, I wonder what he ordered.
1: This is like star maps, like shitty star maps. Love um, him. <laughs> um,
0: we can we can get started with the episode.
1: Yeah, please. You will say that. Yeah, 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 they want to know. To be so what do we have for the most markless headline of the week let's just start it out hot let's just start it out hot
0: here we go the most markless headline of the week is from our friends at tmz and here we go megan markle wanted to be willy wonka before a royal princess <laughs> if you if you just
1: read that to me i feel like wait so she wanted to start a candy factory is that true
0: she wanted to start a candy company. Oh, she And then to nothing, it didn't get off the ground, like so many things. Wow, I never related more to Meghan Markle than when she wanted to start something and then gave up halfway through. Like, can you it.
1: imagine <laughs> if everything you've ever wanted to do, you you like became a princess, and then everyone had to like talk about everything you ever wanted to do? That would be a nightmare for me. All like, your Lindsay wanted to read a books. Wanted to like be a big reader. Lindsay wanted Lindsay, to learn how to knit. Lindsay, a lifetime
0: of false starts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really it's sad.
1: Literally, like Lindsay got into tarot re- card reading. Lindsay, <laughs> like. It's like everything. Oh
0: god, I remember when you were. That was what three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, I was into um, it. <laughs> that was that lasted longer. Oh, your other thing. You used to just carry your other thing, where you would just carry cards in your bag. And I still your thing do that. was like, I'm I still gonna do carry that. cards. I still do
1: that. Still when still your thing that. was
0: golf, playing golf, I still the card t- game golf.
1: You're a fucker. I still do listen,
0: that. Listen, listen. Um... <laughs> Uh, according to Oh, I decided my new thing was going to be baking black and white cookies and bringing them to parties unannounced. But then I think I'm only going to do it once. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to do that and again. And you did it once. Yeah. And it was great. Listen, so this is kind of interesting. Whenever you read the story, which is only like three paragraphs long, it says, According to docs <laughs> obtained by TMZ, Megan and a friend filed trademark paperwork back in 2012 for the term Lolly, L-A-L-I, with the apparent intention of selling their own line of lollipops and drops. It, affa- it evidently never panned out because a little more than two years later, they abandoned their trademark application and haven't filed anything since. How do you look that up? How did they find these documents? They looked up well, Meghan
1: Markle's name in trademark uh, like
0: patents. So it's just like now your job is to look her up in every possible database? Yeah, duh. Yeah. I guess that's true, yeah. That's an obvious move for <laughs> I mean, DMZ. it's kind of
1: genius. Like, they're just going – they're literally using her name and just do – they're just everything. Everything she's they're ever done. everything. Yeah. Yeah. They're geniuses. Um,
0: but what's funny, whenever you think about this, so if TMZ found it, you have to assume that you know Buckingham Palace found it. Because what was their vetting process like for this woman? How many man hours of research went into looking up Meghan Markle before they gave her the go-ahead?
1: <laughs> like the queen gets like a sheet of papers and she's like, lolly, really? Meghan? Come on.
0: <laughs> she's like, I'm a little embarrassed, but it's not a deal breaker. <laughs> like they must have... Everything. I mean, the problem Everything. is
1: the problem with Meghan Markle, there's no problems, but the problem with <laughs> Meghan Markle is that it's unfair to compare her to somebody who's been groomed their whole life to. Right. marry into the royal family mm-hmm. Megan mm-hmm. lived a real life Megan did like stupid things she like d- had whims and she did weird projects and she posed Started in
0: suits yeah, she was on she Hallmark was on, <laughs>
1: she, she held the uh, the suitcase on deal or no deal she did embarrassing things that people do and like so it's kind of, it's kind of rude when they're trying now. to figure out their yeah. lives in a way yeah. that, like
0: Kate Middleton's life was figured out from the moment she was born. You know,
1: like can you imagine if you all of a sudden your your paper trail's everywhere, my paper <laughs> trail's everywhere. Yeah. You know, like, I'd be fine. It's like, well, he
0: started, like, uh, uh, approximately 150 Tumblers between the year 2009 and 2016, and only one of them was good. How
1: many (laughs) apps and websites have I downloaded and started? Like, how many usernames do I have across the globe? How many apps
0: did I start and fail? Like, how many (laughs) things did I write and give up on? How many? uh, Just awful. Awful, 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 awful. awful.
1: So it's just, it's unfair to compare Megan to somebody who has been basically royalty their whole life.
0: And if anything, these things just make her more endearing.
1: It's true. Like I could see myself being like, really stoned. Like we should start a lollipop company. Uh, we're gonna call it Lolly. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. Well, actually, I did have an, idea. we, but I, Bobby, I did have an idea just like that that I've been trying to make happen, but I don't know if it's gonna happen.
0: What is? It, are they like weed lollipops? No, or it's Bruce. Oh, you do. You've been talking about that to everyone who will listen.
1: Okay, but I have no... I, I'm, I Don't feel like give a, away...
0: Oh my God, someone's going to steal your IP if no, you tell everyone on the, the air. But the
1: problem is I have no access to get anyone to make the product. So it's like, it's oh, going to fail.
0: Maybe we have listeners in the alcohol industry. So tell everyone your idea. Okay. Tell so everyone this, your idea.
1: What's really funny is this sounds exactly like Meghan Margot's lollipop idea, but I swear I have had this. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that I've had this idea. No, I, for at
0: least like two months.
1: Bobby had a party and I got the idea... So here's my idea. So Lambrusco is like really hot right now. If you're cool like us, you're gonna be like, it's over. I'm going to be like, no, we're cool. So it's just gonna be start getting started in other places in the country. Okay. It's also really hard to find like good, good, goodly, well-priced like cheap Lambrusco mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. wine stores. Also, just hard to find Lambrusco at wine stores at all because like they don't really carry it. But it's very chic. And if you don't know what Lambrusco is, it's cold and and bubbly. It's like red, red wine, wine that's wine. sparkling. And here's why that's good. Cold wine tastes better even if it's shitty. Bubbly things taste better even if they're shitty. Okay? So you can have really shitty Lambrusco that tastes like really good. Okay? And my marketing strategy is I want to have a Lambrusco called Bruce. Think about it. It's so good. Bruce.
0: B-R-U-C-E. Like Willis. Duh.
1: Like the... Like the Like Willis.
0: Like Valanche. Willis. <laughs> like
1: Valanche. <laughs> but the problem is, is, like, I have everything down. This is... The marketing is there. I am ready. But. So
0: you know it's the old, the whole thing is it's just an entry level a cheap Lambrusco. Yeah. That's like fine. Entry it's like white level. girl rosé. Yeah, it's exactly. Literally white Keep girl it rose. in
1: your fridge. And but I don't know anyone who <laughs> makes Lambrusco or wine. So like I'm mm-hmm. really stuck here because I I can't I need help.
0: I mean there's though there are those companies that that just like put a label on something um hi put a label on wine
1: i'll do that i mean i'll take your delicious lambrusco and repackage it and we can get that bruce out the door
0: talk to megan markle figure out how to file trademark paperwork (laughs) and see what happens and then never follow up and then never follow up
1: i'm sorry but like a lollipop company named lolly is the same thing as a lambrusco company called bruce like megan i've never felt so close to her (laughs) before
0: Killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, tearing my heart with his words,
1: killing me softly with his song. Jesse J, singer, reality show update. Because I know you guys are gonna want us to yeah. keep in touch with this, um, because she's gonna go all the way.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, she... we have until April though. We have until April to figure um, this out, but amazing. she's definitely going to be. Love there when all the we time.
1: make long-term goals. Um, front-runner Jesse J made history as the first person to top the vote three weeks in a row on mm-hmm. the show,
0: mm-hmm. singing
1: mm-hmm. "Killing Me Softly." Have you? I haven't seen the video.
0: I haven't seen the video yet. Um, I'll play also, it
1: here. immense shout-outs to. The girl who reached out to us via Instagram DMs who was at the Jesse J performance and the camera kept cutting to her face. So she was like very mm-hmm. noticeable because she's yeah. an expat and she stands out. And she uh, was like, hi, I listen to Who Weekly and I was at that show and I was like, wow, you're amazing. This is amazing. Yeah.
0: She said it was great. Um, and she sent us vi- uh, photo proof that that was her in the uh, in the frequent cutaways.
1: Incredible! Um, so,
0: congrats to Jesse J. Congrats to our listener for being there. We're very jealous of you. I and really And congrats, am. congrats to Leah Michelle.
1: Oh no, what'd um, you
0: do? Actually, more like congrats to Zandy for having another birthday. That's great. It was <laughs> Zandy's birthday, as you know. We at Who Weekly love Zandy.
1: Zandy's become like such an icon <laughs> to us. It's like he doesn't even need a last name. I don't even know his last name. It's just it's like he's Zandy. Th- right,
0: okay, right.
1: well, okay, but I don't. Sorry know Sorry Zan- for knowing that. <laughs> I was gonna say like we're supposed to, supposed to go along with it. It's like Cher, Barbara, Beyonce, Zandy.
0: Lee Michelle celebrated Zandy's birthday by posting this like very backlit photo of Zandy in a hoodie. And I was just reading the caption when it came up uh, four days ago. Oh, this is and notice some you. things. If you follow our Instagram stories, you may have seen me explain this, but. Her caption was thank god your best friend married my best friend and sat us next to each other at their wedding. And though that was some time ago and I had the pleasure of being your friend for these past few years, now we are on this journey together and I couldn't be happier. Happy birthday Z heart. I love you. So I was thinking like I don't know, she's laying it all a little thick. She's leaving these details as though she wants us to follow these breadcrumbs, Bob, you know. Bobby's like
1: he's like, "Uh-oh, he puts on his like detective hat, pulls out <laughs> his I was like, like I got to see. I wonder who's was.
0: Everything, every boring thing Leah Michelle has done in the past five years has been documented on the internet. So I was like, let's see when Leah Michelle went to, quote, her best friend's birthday, because her best friend is actually Jonathan Groff. Um, but, and we know he's not married. So she calls a lot of people her best friend, but if right. you, you, it's Jonathan Groff. But the timing works out here. In December 2015, Leah Michelle was still dating that model, Matthew Pates. Yeah. They went to a wedding that was called by multiple sources. Her BFF. Her BFF's wedding. Stephanie Herman. It was like a casting person. So not Jonathan Groff. Not Jonathan Groff. (laughs) Wow. So they go to this woman's wedding. It's her BFF. Several places call it her best friend. The timing is what makes this the red flag. In December, they went to the wedding. By the middle of February, they were broken up. So really, they broke up like 40 days after this wedding. If she met Zandi at that wedding... That makes sense for the time frame that they've known each other for a few years and then they started dating. So they were friends first. Okay. Anyway, what I'm saying is <laughs> the conspiracy theory is Zandy broke up Matthew Pates and Leah Michelle. Because Leah Michelle sat next to him at a She's wedding and was only like
1: dating Matthew Pates listen, for like forty five minutes.
0: No, they have been dating they have been dating for over a year, almost a year and a half by that point. The really, the
1: only thing this really proves is that you're fucking psycho.
0: No, what this proves is they met at a wedding, and then they fell in love, and that tore her relationship with Matthew Pates apart, and then they stayed friends, and they realized it was love. And you know what? I think this relationship is going to last.
1: Okay, so after all of that dragging of Leah Michelle, you're going to be like, Zandy forever.
0: (laughs) I wasn't dragging. There was no dragging here. I'm just saying, like, I think I knew what happened and because mm-hmm. it's Leah Michelle mm-hmm. she left those clues for us it was like hello mister police um i i gave you all the clues
1: okay but like a movie all about leah michelle's this one leah michelle incident would be better than the snowman the Snowman. So, <laughs> honestly like i don't think she realized that she was giving you all the clues but you got all the clues
0: when i see clues i'm like that's clues. a clue <laughs> Did someone just say, hello, Mr. Police? Because that seems like a clue. You know, like
1: on Blue's Clues, all the clues have like a blue paw mark on them. That's like how you see the world.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Jack Antonoff is dating Carlotta Cole. I don't know. Like, she's a model. She's one of those women who's like written up in all the usual places. Like, oh, she has a profile on Refinery29. She has a profile on Vogue. She has a profile on Vice. She has a profile in The Coveteur. So she's like, Um, Cool. She's just oh, a she's cool art. young she's an Instagram artist. artist.
1: She's an artist and model. And so
0: it's like, check out her wardrobe. Check out her friends. Here's a story. It's every. It's like everything <sighs> about her is written about her know, squad, her wardrobe, sick. her apartment, her uh, her art, her feminist art. And so, <laughs> what I what I love about this descriptor on Refinery Twenty Nine is that it's uh, the least helpful description of anyone that's ever been given. Carlotta is a 23 year old model and okay. photographer. Okay. Again, throw a rock hit a 23 year old model okay, and photographer. Okay, but that's but
1: that's at least facts.
0: Best friend to model Paloma Elliser Who? and nail artist Madeline Poole of MP Nails. She's in one of the hippest girl gangs there is.
1: You're supposed to name somebody more famous.
0: <laughs> this is great. So then there's a story in vogue about how their squad is very cool. And so listen to this explaining what it's like to be in their friend group. What? Upon arrival, we do this. a lap. They go to a party in the Bronx, and they're, they're obsessed with this party in the Bronx.
1: Oh, U- no.
0: Upon arrival, we do a lap before this finding photo. the best spot to post up. Paloma becomes the mayor of the party, captivating everyone's attention, taking over the music, and social butterflying. Madeline is so kind, she'll end up having a thoughtful conversation with an idiot because she's too polite to leave. Carlotta, again, Carlotta Cole, is probably just in a corner assessing the situation and escape routes, but with her caffeine sensitivity after just a Diet Coke or two, she'll soon be the life of the party. First of all, that sounds like code for like... Pasta, doesn't Caf- it?
1: Caffeine? We haven't even talked about pasta, but caffeine sensitivity is not her a caffeine.
0: thing. So Carlotta Cole, Jack Antonoff's new girlfriend, has a caffeine sensitivity. That's and all she I wants, need to
1: know. That's and she it. And
0: she once described her overall aesthetic as cotton candy, innocent, sexual, dark, Michelle Pfeiffer and Scarface. Wait, what? All you need to know about Jack Antonoff's mo- girlfriend is that she has a caffeine sensitivity.
1: That's the funniest thing ever. If you're not- Just
0: whole- also the most Jack Antonoff thing in the world, to date someone with a caffeine sensitivity? <laughs>
1: If you're not pulling that out, like if you're not doing the research and that's what you pull out, you're not doing a good job because telling me that she's friends with people I've never heard of is not helpful. Telling me she has a caffeine sensitivity, now that's... Helpful.
0: he's gonna write a lyric that's like what is the what is your joke that like he always mentions shotguns in his, his <laughs> song it's like he's gonna write like how a how a sip of diet coke is like a shotgun to her heart or something <laughs>
1: yeah. Shot, there's always a shotgun reference in a bleacher's song written or by just him like or shots, not shots like shoots like, but like shooting. just like the like that like shotgun like that that mm-hmm. word or like mm-hmm. another word that's like he a shotgun it. word
0: Man, Talk about pasta, please. We don't have this in the doc, but it's funny. And so, as you know, I don't listen to, I don't watch a lot of Bravo, but right. Lindsay does. And she was explaining this to me and it was just killing me.
1: So, okay. So Bobby doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules, but I do. And Vanderpump Rules has been extra good this season. It's back. Um, and for all you Vanderpump Rules fans out there, this is going to be great. For if, you, if you don't, this will still be kind of funny, I think, to you because it's like kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um So I won't get into it, but there is like just a bunch of idiot characters and one is named James um, and he is a DJ. DJ James mm-hmm. Kennedy. And his drama is just like he gets too, drink, too drunk and he's rude and he just like is rude. And he recently um, got back in the good graces of Lisa Vanderpump, who owns Pump. Uh, and he's now doing a like a show, a DJ show at her restaurant. Not the point. So at one of his shows, he has a new girlfriend and that's a big deal on the show. Her name is... <sighs> Wow. Everyone's going to be like, how dare you forget? But like, she's really forgettable. So she has a girlfriend and the other person that is the other cast member on the show that's kind of big deal is this girl named Lala who you definitely have seen we've talked about her she's the one with like who's really into PETA and they they painted themselves as whales remember that her and like Sheena
0: I remember when people paint themselves for PETA so I'm not necessarily sure I can differentiate like when she did it as opposed to like when like Joanna Grupa did it so
1: she's like a big like PETA person she has like a lot of causes and like she also has like a a makeup line and whatever and she's just she's she's basically broken out of the show as like a standout star. She went from being kind of someone who just showed up and then now everyone likes her better. So, anyways, that's okay. not the point. So, there's a scene in this week's Vanderpump Rules which Bobby is going to have to like take the mm-hmm. audio and insert right here.
0: It's really funny. It's
1: really funny where they're just they're at lunch and they're just talking and There was something mentioned. It's so unclear. It's like there's something mentioned about how Lala like asked for a bite of James's. Oh, her name is Raquel. James's girlfriend Raquel's pasta, and and she ate her. And then she accidentally ate all of her pasta. Like it's just this weird like off thing. And then James is like furious, and he's like, he's like, they're at a public
0: place. They're at like a restaurant. Yeah, but this that's never stopped them
1: before. Okay, that's never stopped them before. They're always screaming. And so they're like, he's like, you ate all of her pasta? You ate all of her pasta? And gets really mad all of a sudden. And then you kind of, it's one of those arguments where you just forget what they've been arguing about, but James starts saying, it's not about the pasta. pasta. Because Lala's like, wait, are we fighting about pasta? Cause that's what the viewer is saying. Like, are you fighting about pasta? And he's British, so it comes out like it's not about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. Yeah. I told you I had a bite of her pasta, and then the whole thing was devoured, oh and that's God, what why you go off about on. Why is it about the
0: damn pasta? Get over the damn pasta. Read between the f- lines. It ain't about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. It's about Lala showing respect for my girlfriend. How does Lala expect me to respect her man when she can't respect my lady? It goes hand in hand. Show some respect if you want to get it back, okay? Not giggle after you eat my girl's f***ing plate of food.
1: That's funny alone, right? Because you're like, oh my God, they're screaming about like pasta bites, like bites of pasta. And then what's even better is that you, like a few hours later, you find out via Twitter that people were saying this, is that supposedly the Vanderpump Rules cast calls cocaine pasta. So it wasn't about the pasta. (laughs) It's about cocaine.
0: So it wasn't about the pasta, but it was about the pasta. So
1: right. That's what's really funny is because it wasn't wasn't about about the pasta.
0: It wasn't about pasta. Pasta, literally. It was about air quotes pasta.
1: But what's funny is that so people were saying that one of the like unspoken rules of pump the show is that they should no one's allowed to bring up drug use like they can't like if you if you like bring up someone else's drug use you're kind of like selling them out and this has happened on other housewives and caused a lot of drama where like um i forget uh dorindo was accused of doing cocaine and someone else on beverly hills was accused of doing cocaine like people i think they all do coke but like people get accused of doing it like, publicly, and it's, like, a problem. Like, please don't mm-hmm. accuse me of doing coke live on TV. Not live, just on TV. Mm-hmm. And so the Vanderpump Rules cast, like, has this, like, implicit agreement, like, please don't bring up drugs. And so I think when she brought up the co- the, the pasta, even though it was a code word, he got really mad because not only is she, like, ac- accusing of his girlfriend of, like, doing coke, essentially, but, like, you're not supposed to. Like, it's, like, a no-no.
0: hmm Okay. So yeah.
1: when – so but what's really great is if you watch the scene again, knowing that it's about coke – it's so funny. <laughs> like and it makes
0: sense. It makes and it sense. makes sense.
1: You're like, "Oh, that's why they're screaming like about pasta."
0: It's not about the pasta, but it is about the pasta and didn't he tweet it's about the pasta? Yeah,
1: he tweet, "I said it wasn't about the pasta, but it was about the pasta." Okay, bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was about the pasta. about the pasta we're, i'm looking at the doc now we're gonna skip the story about dane cook's 19 year old girlfriend we're gonna skip the story about michelle williams's new fiance who's There's... like a banker who's like money he's like i bank i'm bank i'm in finance and we're also gonna skip this 25 things you didn't know about jordan fisher because guess what none of those things are good
1: okay but number um, 13 is i'd never do drugs
0: <laughs> i'd never do drugs which is like never put that in your Speaking 25 things because it's gonna come back to haunt you i know um
1: Wait, can I just say one thing about Dane Cook though? Go to his Instagram and like, you'll like get a ride of your life. That man, it's awful. you're like, what happened to his face? And then just enjoy the journey. Okay.
0: It's it's awful. Yeah. So this story, we sort of added last minute and it's really, really good. It's Not good. Not to tutor on horn. This is a really funny story.
1: It's just really funny. It's like basically, so Taryn Manning, hi, from uh,
0: Orange is the New Black and Boom Cat.
1: Yeah we've talked about her before she's and
0: crossroads she's
1: always a good like person to talk about she's always mm-hmm. doing stuff one time I interviewed her while she sat in her car in her own driveway it was great she was she very loves nice.
0: being she had like a she had like a break in her career and now that she's famous again she's like loving it so right. she's a good who because she like loves being famous again but what she, but that's
1: why this is great like she wore this dress a stylist gave her a dress to wear for the SAG Awards and she looked great. It's a black dress. Looks and great. what's great is that so people found out that it only cost $200 and that and when you're when you wear accessible clothing it's supposed to be like a good thing. Like they write it in a glowing way. They're like yeah, oh my God you wore this loved dress. her for it. Yeah you can buy it. It's so easy. And she <laughs> took it like <laughs> she like It's supposed to be a good thing. Like, people were being like, yes, like, shout out Taryn Manning. She wore like a cheap dress. Like, go girl. And she was like, I did a what? I wore a what? Huh? (laughs) What?
0: So Taryn turns the tables and turns it into a rant at her stylist and is like, what a fucking idiot. Like, put me in a goddamn $200 dress. So TMZ sees her at LAX and is like, hey, Taryn, girl, like, you look great at the sags it's so cool about your dress. And she's like, I'm pissed off. And she starts...
1: <laughs> she's like, I thought I was getting a superstar dress, but I got like a $200 shit dress.
0: But now but everybody else can afford it. So that's what's cool about well- it, but still sucks for me. Why does it suck that it was $200? Yeah, I want to be, a- be in like a superstar gown. So that, you know? No, it's awesome. That's I love not- it. So the designer... Got a lot of press. You should pay me a lot of money. I agree. Taryn apologized for her outburst, and she wrote on Instagram. Oh um, God! Here we go. Did you see this? No. She says. Let me read it, and then we can no. move on. Hey guys, smiley face. <laughs> I first want to say I'm sorry for the comments I made while being bombarded by paparazzi about my stylist and my dress. Let's be clear. I loved my Adriana Papel dress, the cheap, the cheap designer. Um, and I'm <laughs> friends with my stylist, Shanielle uh, Brown, the oh, designer. Call her out. The stylist. Oh. I felt so beautiful and I was proud to be there to support my amazing cast of strong women and, ce- and celebrator nomination. But styling should be a collaboration between the artist, stylist, and the designer. I was completely caught off guard when all the press knew about my dress, when all the press knew about my dress was the cost, which I knew nothing about. And I felt used for someone else's gain. There was nothing out there about why I was there in the first place. I would have loved to embrace that my dress was affordable at SAG, especially given, especially since so much about fashion is unattainable. But I wasn't given that chance. Every artist dreams of wearing couture on the red carpet if given the opportunity but i am happy to be the proof that there is more to feeling confident beautiful and happy on the inside than just a price tag hashtag love
1: wow double backing like i've never seen it's
0: really like expert double backing and then she ends with um, a lightning bolt emoji um, an emoji with the man sticking out a money tongue and then uh, a star a bright and shiny star
1: just like her. I would describe Taryn Manning as the money tongue and the star mixed together.
0: God bless people style. The kicker of this the kicker of this piece. Jesus Christ. What? If you want your own red carpet moment, parentheses, with or without accompanying controversy, the dress is still available for one ninety nine at Macy's <laughs> and Bloomingdale's. Shady. And it links to the goddamn dress.
1: They're really like twisting that dagger.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Um, Love it. So let's... The Grammys are tonight... Um
1: the Grammys are the Grammys, tonight.
0: I'm going to go to Lindsey's house and make um I'm thinking of sizzling chicken fajitas but that's a lot you of You are
1: not making chicken fa- like Bobby like does it for the pun. Like like he can't he f- thinks of a good pun and then he's somehow making chicken fajitas at someone else's house.
0: I think I'm going to do it though. You're... Sizzling <laughs> chicken fajitas is really are, funny. Are you... Um like I could make a smaller version like sizzling chicken fajita nachos. Like I make the fajitas but make then I top nachos. nachos.
1: Just make nachos.
0: No, but then they they have to start with the sizzling, sizzling part, chicken nachos.
1: Sizzling chicken nachos.
0: Anyway, <laughs> as you know, you've been listening for years. I think the you best know new artist category at both the VMAs and the Grammys is like our, prime who
1: it's our category. Stop. That's we our always category. talk about it. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like we've seen these names before, but I think it's just because they were at the VMAs. Um. The Best New Artist category this year is actually, like, not, I don't know. They're not, they're who's, but we've talked about them so well, much. first point, of all, it's, a, feel it's a curse.
1: First of all, the Best New Artist Grammy is a curse. Yes. And we all know that. So all of these people are going to be cursed. Or all the these winner. people
0: are like, please do not give me this award. Right. Please do not give me this I award. I think
1: we've talked about all these people individually, mm-hmm. maybe not Lil Uzi Vert. Maybe we
0: have, I don't know. No, we've talked about Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about Julia Michaels. We have. But we anyway, definitely have. the people are Alessia Cara, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, and SZA, and Khalid. Oh, and Khalid, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, Khalid, not Khalid, by the way. Well, he th- wants you to know that.
1: Well, I that must I be think, so annoying. I think DJ Khalid and Khalid came out around the same time, or like, mm-hmm. uh, so it's dif- uh, that's tough. But Khalid is different. Khalid's the one who did the the Lord remix, and he had one big hit. Recently, mm-hmm. too, Alessia Location. Cara, as you know, did the Moana song, but also did a billion other songs that are popular. Mm-hmm. The like Stand in the Corner party song. She's the like one... she's like Lord
0: 2.0. Yeah, and what's the what's the Alessia Cara song that was like inspirational?
1: Um, uh, standing like the party song, like I'm at a party and um. Is standing. it the one
0: 8255 Oh,
1: that's the Logic song. That's Logic. Oh, okay. Um what else? Uh, Julia L-
0: Michaels. What do we know about her? She's the
1: songwriter who wrote like every oh, song, but then recently right. came out with her own and then stuff. And she
0: started her own thing. Issues. 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 Yes. Her
1: album is like very good. She's good. I
0: haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to she it. She wrote
1: like all the catchy Bieber songs
0: of the past era. And um, then SZA. Of course, you know SZA. Yeah. She's probably going to win. She right? should
1: win. She should.
0: She's probably going to win. But it's, it's, it's Again, scary it's, because uh, it's scary when you want it's one of your, your – um, new favorite artists to win this award for the recognition because the precedent is that uh, you they're become cursed. a one-hit wonder and then you never have anything successful again. But I think it's different for SZA because she was such a prolific songwriter before. I mean, like, you
1: say that. Well, it's it's kind of usually when they come out of nowhere. Yeah. When it feels like they're coming out of nowhere. I, maybe the only person who maybe feels like they came out of nowhere on this list is Julia, like, Julia Michaels, maybe, because she was a songwriter. I don't know, maybe I'm maybe no one came out of nowhere. The most coming out of nowhere was that singer who Stephen Horowitz loved, the one with the cello. What was her name? Esperanza Spaulding. Remember oh, her? Oh right. That was really a long don't time her. ago. I but remember don't. she came out of nowhere and she won against like Drake, Bieber, Mumford and yeah. Sons, Florence, and everyone was like, what? Anyways. And
0: then where is Esperanza Spaulding? No one knows. Also,
1: can I just read to you who's won Best New Artist since Esperanza Spaulding? Bonnie Vare, fun. Like fun the band, which is now broken up. Mm-hmm. and Ryan Lewis, Sam Smith, 2015, Megan Trainer, 2016. What a back to back! Last year was Chance the Rapper, and this year I'll probably be
0: SZA. Yeah, um, we can just go to. We don't have to play this game because we're almost out of time.
1: I guess I just wanted to ask you if you <laughs> if you think that Barbra Streisand knows who Alessia Cara is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does Barbra Streisand? I mean, does she? Oh God, think about
1: it. Does she? I just wanted to know.
0: No. I don't think there's any way in hell that she knows who Alessia Cara is. I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, maybe she, like, tries keeping up to date with things. But I think Barbara Streisand has, like, maybe with with very few exceptions, um, I think she has sort of, like, stopped her brain from taking in new information. I think she's like, I'm good with what I have here. Like, I'm happy with what I know about the world and how I see it. I don't need to put anything I else in there. there. It's was just too confusing. a
1: while where Barbara was taking in new information because it's proof, but she has all these like duet songs with like art, like yeah. newer, she's really up to, like Jamie Daisy Fox Ridley. And G- yeah, so I think she at some point was taking in information, but you're right. She might be done. I think, I think she's like, I'm, I've had it. I I've think she it. might be done taking in new information. What was she wearing?
0: Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to?
1: Who is this woman? Well, Rita is not nominated for Best New Artist, even though one could argue that this year has been her breakout year.
0: One could argue, and I may I may actually argue that. <laughs> Rita Ora was robbed.
1: My favorite thing Rita did was join Katie Holmes at a pre Grammy. No, I'm kidding. That's not my favorite thing. But she did hang out with Katie Holmes, mm-hmm. whose Twitter is Katie Holmes212. Did you know that?
0: Oh, God, no, I didn't know that. Jesus Christ. Last
1: night, I realized that when I was looking at Twitter, Katie Holmes's Twitter name is Katie Holmes 212 which is exactly the Twitter name I would give myself if I moved to New York and loved Katie Holmes. I'd be like, mm, I love Katie Holmes, and Not- I'm new to New York. Katie KatieHolmes212. Anyways, my favorite headline is this one that didn't actually make it to the article, but was in my RSS reader, which is, Rita Ora strips 100% topless causing asset am- avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> What's an asset avalanche? That sounds like like a money term. But you know oh, what? Oh, it means? does. Yeah, it's it sounds like, like something that beliefs. like
0: Margot Robbie would explain in a bathtub.
1: But instead of understand
0: like- asset avalanches, <laughs> 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 We've just, we put Margot Robbie in a bubble bath, drinking but champagne.
1: But Rita Ora, like, was having an asset, avala- she calls an asset avalanche, avalanche, which I can't even say.
0: Also, it sounds like something Bella Thorne would complain about. Like, I wanted to get to Modson's house, but the asset avalanche got in oh the way. Oh my god. Wow, too soon.
1: <laughs> Roblo Roblo calls like, calls the you. asset
0: avalanche, the, av- the asset avalanche, like, ruined a lot of lives. Wait, I'm
1: not laughing. That's not funny. But what is funny is Rita Ora strips 100% topless, as opposed to... To like other percent toplesses, mm-hmm.
0: great headline.
1: The,
0: the <laughs> biggest you. news I think is that she kissed her best friend BB Rexa on the lips in an Instagram,
1: and it was like it was like a mirror. It was like a mirror. It was like when you kiss a mirror. It was like just like that. They look the same except Rita's wearing a hat.
0: It's I don't like looking at the photo. Also, both of them sort of look like Ashley Simpson, circa two thousand two, as well. No, they don't. They both look like themselves, no. and they both look like Ashley Rita looks Simpson. like
1: Rita. BB kind of looks like Kylie Jenner mixed with Rita.
0: And they both look like themselves mixed with Ashley Simpson Circus 2002. Okay, that's just not... What is this Andrew Watts story you pasted in?
1: Oh, they both like wore cowboy hats. I don't care. The (laughs) most interesting thing too was that Rita Ora went to Paris Fashion Week. Of course she Mm did. Rita Ora is like at every event. She's... She's people are like she's oh. coming to your Grammys party. I mean, people are like, wow, like they reach out to us, reach out to us and they're like, wow, Rita Orr is like, is she at them now? She's at every, she's like doing everything. It's like, no, she goes to every event she's invited to. She's just getting invited to better and more events right now. Like, mm-hmm. what? Please, let's mm-hmm. not. Okay, so Rita Ora went to Chanel fashion show in Paris. Like, duh, mm-hmm. obviously she wouldn't miss it for the world. And for some reason, she got like the headline in this Women's Wear Daily article where. People were commenting about Carl Lagerfeld's new beard, which looks mm-hmm. insane. Um, of course it does. It looks crazy. Um, it's very uh, Spencer Pratt flesh beard, um, if, you're, if you ask me. Um, mm-hmm. And Rita's comment, which was really funny, not about the beard, but just about herself, really cracked me up. Um, I'll read it for you. For out For her outfit, she opted for a tweed hooded mini dress and sneakers. Mm-hmm. Quote, before midday, it's definitely nice to be in a pair of sneakers, said the singer, who was due to fly to New York directly after the show to attend the Grammy Awards. Of course she was. She's invited. Quote, I'm also doing a Spotify special with this record that I have called Proud that I made for the Open Mic Project, which is about individuality and giving people a voice to talk about their LGBT problems. Describing gay like rights as LGBT problems is unbelievably
0: good or just like anything relating to like like uh, the struggles of being queer. Yeah, calling it LGBT, LGBT. problems.
1: It sounds like boy problems I'm by so Carly sorry person. about
0: your LGBT problems. Uh
1: Rita Ora's song should have been should have been called LGBT problems. Like that's a huge misstep.
0: I was just thinking about we've been doing this for two years and we have not struggled to find <laughs> Ever. what's Rita up to. And we've struggled years.
1: for other things. We've struggled for other news. Like some episodes were just like, what is no. even happening? But yet you just type in Rita. You type in R and the rest just fills fills itself out.
0: Thank you to all of our listeners for listening. Thank you to all of our listeners for rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to all of our callers who call in 619 Who them? because we love listening to your calls. Thank you to Rita Ora for helping me have a place to talk about my LGBT problems, oh, um,
1: and also, my friend Jamie told me that we should talk about we should just mention this on air. I'm desperate to get a thousand followers on Instagram because I want swipe up. I've been talking about 10, this for 000, a long time What I say one thousand?
0: One thousand I want we 10, have like seven thousand We're
1: almost there. We're close. but like, tell your friends to follow us so we get the swipe up cause think about all the cool things we could do with swipe up. Just think about it. Think about
0: it, guys, we could do so much with swipe up. Tell every it. single one of your friends to follow us on Instagram at Who Weekly because we will make swipe up the most important thing in your life.
1: I mean, I just want to say swipe up. Every Instagram will be like, swipe up. It'll just go somewhere. It'll go anywhere. Like, you don't even know where it'll go. It'll just be an adventure. Usually, you don't want to swipe up. Usually, when people say swipe up, you're like, I'm not swiping up. I'm not here for that. But for us, you'll be like, oh my god, I'm craving the swipe up. I need and to you swipe. swipe
0: up. And when you swipe up, what will you get? Like, Rita Ora talking about LGBT problems. I'm sorry I can't <laughs> stop thinking about that, but... <laughs>
1: My number one LGBT problem is that I don't have swipe up on my Who Weekly Instagram. That's my number will, one problem.
0: There will always be um, something good for you if you swipe up on the Who Weekly Instagram account, but we cannot do it until we have 10,000 followers. We need so. your
1: help to get us to 10,000. This is like the <laughs> stupidest thing to ask for. We need your help to get us to 10,000 Instagram followers so we can have
0: swipe up. or Tell or your friends. Fucking, tell your parents. I'm going to
1: start buying them. I'm going to buy some fucking bots if we don't get 10,000 soon,
0: okay? <laughs> don't. We're not going to stoop to buying bots. No. <sighs>
1: You're right. Fine. But no. I want, I need 10,000, okay? Thank you.
0: Um, And we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> Happy Grammys. Goodbye. You will say that.
1: Mia.
0: Yeah, they want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come on, come on. Hey. How want to be same it? It's not about the pasta. That was a HeadGum podcast.